Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Andre Tyson. Today, I'm going to complete the series on COVID, the super flu, taking the world by surprise. In my first episode, I did a quick summary of all the disease and pandemics and all the lives that was lost um, and just see that COVID is, isn't anything new to the world civilization that we've faced disease and pandemic throughout human history and this too shall pass. And my follow-up episode from that particular one was, you know, what did we learn? What are some of the things that we did we could have done differently and, and some of the mistakes that was made as we're basically going through this pandemic? And my follow-up episode after that one was, you know, ace make waste and, you know, or a rush to get a vaccine. Again, there is a lot of things that we could have done differently, put system and organization in place. And if we had done those particular things, we definitely would have a much better outcome. Lives would have been saved and stuff like that. So there's a lot of work that that need to be done. And then in this episode that I'm going to be doing, um, you know, I have a couple of questions. You know, why is everything now under the COVID umbrella? And is there a ray of hope uh, while we're going through this? Is this uh, disease or pandemic, is it almost over? You know, so those are some of the questions, um, you know, could we have have a nutritionist uh, um, advising people and all the different things that they could be doing while they're in quarantine or when they're sick. So that way they can um, get better and be more healthier as they get through this particular challenging time. Um, so let's get into it. So, yeah, my question is, why is everything under, you know, one umbrella? I'm talking about the COVID umbrella every year would get the common flu or cold or sniffle. It's it's normal, depending on where you live. You know, the, the change in the season and the climate, the temperature. It's a test to see if your immune system is strong. Some people have seasonal allergy from pollen, from the trees around us. Some of these symptoms are sore throat, runny nose, dry cough, and some have allergies. It's It was okay. And... To have all of these symptoms. But as soon as COVID came into our world, it's now considered COVID like symptoms. So, why are we putting everything under this umbrella? This pandemic is just like any other disease or virus us humans has faced throughout history. And yes, even though it seemed like there's no end in sight because of the different variants and stuff like that, this too shall pass. Here is my other question, how comes we don't have a nutritionist or, or a health expert telling or advising people on the different things they could be doing? For example, when anyone is in quarantine because they are either infected with the virus or they're just sick, here are a list of things you should be doing to help boost your immune system to get better. And how to improve your overall health. I mean, if we have other people on, for example, Fox News or a celebrity like Joe Rogan telling people to take horse dewormer medication or to take hydroxychloroquine and all this other medication that haven't really been proven to, to treat every, anything because everybody is different and react differently to different medication. We should then have a nutritionist who's encouraging people on things they could do 
to improve their overall health. For example, drink plenty of water at room temperature with a pinch of salt for hydration. Drink a bowl of hot chicken or beef soup for nutritional health. Drink fresh squeezed orange juice for vitamin C. Use Vicks Vapor Rub on your throat and chest to clear congestion and improve your breathing. Get a ear purifier that kills whatever germs and bacteria that's in the ear to help improve the ear quality um, so you can breathe better. And last but not least, get plenty of rest because in order for the body to operate at, at its highest level, it has to be healthy. And so you definitely need to get rest. And lastly, do some form of uh, moderate exercise. And that could be going for a walk, riding a bike, or any kind of movement that will work, that will work up a sweat. Other than just sitting or lying around all day long. Um, so that's the advice I would give if I was a member of the CDC or any healthcare personnel. But instead, we have enough chicken little, you know, going around, say the sky is falling. This brings me to my next subject, you know, the CDC. They should be the one in front leading. Instead, we get confusion or the information comes just a little bit too late. Um, where so many times, so many times have passed during that time. You know, the CDC needs to do a much better job of communicating and letting people know what's going on. Given that, they're the only one who have the title for Center for Disease Control. They need to be held accountable for their action, for making sure they're acting in good faith and in the best interest of the American people, and that the information put forth can be trusted, and that it's saving lives. They should also be free to work independently without any outside influences from a politician, special interest group, or big donor. It's very embarrassing when you have an uneducated person standing in the front of the, the director of CDC and said, as I quote, word for word, I know more about this stuff than anyone else because my uncle went to MIT. The reaction of the director face was priceless. I mean, guys, these are people who spend years in school studying and going through all these rigorous process just so they can hold these titles. And to have someone who hasn't really gone through that particular process to make a statement like that, it's kind of crazy. And we, you know, we definitely, we cannot have the leader of the free world doing a televised news conference advising people to drink or inject bleach into your body or take medication that hasn't been proven to cure or treat this type of disease. And the news outlet have to do a much better job than what it's doing. We can't have everybody reading the same, from the same script or saying the same thing regardless of the, the station. You know, JFK gave a speech on April 20th, 1961 about the role of the media. The freedom of the press. Every news and media outlet have an obligation to the American people to present the facts and the truth with false or twisted information 
based on someone else's opinion because it fit their viewpoint or perspective. Because there's a lot of fake news and misinformation out there coming from social media, including Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. So anyone at any time can post anything regarding um, health subject or whatever it is, and there's no uh, no one checking those particular information to see if it's true. And as soon as someone click on those particular um, video or information, they quickly believe it without making sure, hey, can this information be trusted? Is what this person saying is true? Do they have any uh, medical background to make such a claim? So people have to be very careful in terms of how they consume the information because there's so much information up upon compound and compound information and it's just getting crazy and crazy as the days go by. So we need a leader in the time of war against this invisible enemy to lead and think of the best interest of a citizen not in the next election. So I close the segment by saying based on the research and history there's always going to be a pandemic or disease or virus. We have to plan and prepare. It's a difference between you know, being wise and being unwise. Between those who are mature, who's thinking of things to protect and to improve our lives. Not immature person who's willing to oppose everything and going around and saying everything is fake. Without providing any additional option B, C, or D. You know, may God be with those who've lost their lives. You know, family member who's hurting. May you find rest and comfort and peace that you need while you go through one of the most challenging time. And now, the ray of hope. Because this too shall pass. I mean, what is hope anyway? Is it a people or the organization to which others look to in times of greatest need? This is what those who are down on their luck, who's going through a hard time, whether through some natural disaster like a storm, hurricane, flood, tornado, yes, even pandemics, those who are willing to fight on and not give up. This is what they have to say when hope is the only thing they have left. Hope is what makes us strong. It is why we are here. It is what we fight with, with all health is lost. These are men and women who have lost everything. And the only thing they have left is hope. Hope for a better day, a better situation, a better outcome than what they just faced. And the sun is what helped to give them strength and brighten up their day. And let them know that this too shall pass. As long as the sky is not falling, there's hope. We just have to look for a solution. And this is why it's very important to silence the chicken little running around, making a lot of noise, saying everything is fake and the sky is falling. They're part of the problem, not the solution. We need to be making the most of the time we have and work together to move forward as a people because the effect of this pandemic and that it has on people is insane. This is one of the most challenging time in our lifetime. And each generation have to deal with some kind of pandemic or virus. But they always find a way to overcome. 
And this is why the human race is still here. The resiliency of the human spirit is like no other. But not everyone has the same strength, energy, and a positive outlook on life. Because when any crisis, virus, or pandemics attack the human race, it also creates fear, trauma, depression, despair, frustration, anxiety, loneliness, abandonment, people worry what's going to happen, hopelessness, a sense of loss, a sense of death. And this, is, and this is why people turn to suicide because they just think, you know, this is it, life is over. And then for those, a sense of survival. And when people are locked in or they're, they're together for so long, you have abuse, you have crime, domestic violence. And these are the symptoms or side effects of the crisis on any nation. In this case, the entire world. So as challenging and as bad as this crisis may seem, this too shall pass. We just have to find a way to work together as one. We can and we won't live our lives in fear. This means sometimes we have to turn off the TV and radio because they're all saying the same thing. They're all reading from the same script. No one is saying anything different. No one is taking the time out to gather the information that we need so they can prevent facts and news. They're all copying each other. And we have to look for a solution within, a, within us and around us. Because our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frighten us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine, as children do. It's not just some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, we present automatically our present automatically liberates other this is a true power of the human spirit and that power is also within everyone around us so let's start today let us go forth let our light shine so we can brighten up our world and make it the best it can be if we each do our part then the quicker we can get through this pandemic But the more resistant the misinformation, the longer we stay. The human race will win. We just have to. Because this is not how the world ends. We as a human race have seen worse. And they were able to overcome. So if they were able to overcome, we too will overcome. This generation will win. will be victorious. And this COVID flu, this pandemic, this too shall pass. And this concludes this segment on COVID, the super flu, taking the world by storm. just want to thank all my subscribers, all my listeners, those who have been with me from day one. Um, 
I just want to say I, I thank you guys. I love and appreciate you, your support. They mean a lot to me. And this concludes this particular segment on COVID the Superflu. Thank you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.